a rare winter storm. Some Texans are still waiting for the water to come back. Cole Jones has been using jugs of pool water to flush his toilets. I feel like the apartment complex isn't really doing as much as they can to fix it. I mean, everyone... finds nearly a year into the pandemic we're sick of it some advice get outside and you know look at the outdoors and that's quite frankly why i work at the food bank every tuesday i try and do you know some meditation in the morning so now i have to wear these blue blocker <laughs> glasses another idea opt out of the full screen option it reduces the intensity of close-up eye contact it's a fast favorite for kids the way those foods went with fake flavors and dyes that's when stepped in four years after a study found annie's mac and cheese contained traces of chemicals linked to health problems in children Annie says it will work with suppliers to make sure no orthothalates from the packaging process make it into its kid-friendly food this is cbs news Switch to T-Mobile for business and get an amazing deal on your business plan. Stop in-store today for details. Terms and conditions apply. See T-Mobile.com for more. What do you get when you talk to a Dell Technologies advisor? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get someone who understands. There's an being able to share with our family who's listening how much we all love State Farm Insurance. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm has saved us money with our car and home insurance. I mean, you're my wife. You know how much I love a great deal. So, of course, I'm going to love the great rates and great service at State Farm. It's good for my wallet and for my family. State Farm meets my needs. Plus, I get to control how and what I want for my budget. And I do it all from their award-winning mobile app. Surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Medical experts want to expand mines and medical arsenals. NYU is establishing a center for psychedelic medicine. The goal will be to study whether psychedelics can help treat alcoholism, chronic pain, opioid addiction, and mental and emotional maladies. NYU researchers are already examining whether PTSD can be treated with ecstasy and whether magic mushrooms can help patients with alcoholism, anxiety, and major depressive disorders. Long dismissed as recreational drugs, psychedelics are attracting new attention from the therapeutic community. Vicki Barker, CBS News. The Twitterverse says they're like something out of Pixar's cars. Mail trucks are getting a makeover. Renderings from the Postal Service show they'll have waist-high front hoods that look a little like duck beaks and extra-high windshields. They'll run on fuel-efficient engines or electric systems. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Are you more than...
At CBS News, our mission is to provide you with everything you need to know to stay safe and informed. And every day at CBS This Morning, we're here with the latest on the coronavirus. We'll continue to be your home for information and first-hand accounts of how America is coping and how you can too. As you know, these are unique times. Our CBS This Morning team is dedicated to giving you the facts to make sense of it all and keep you connected. Because we are all united in getting through this together. changes quickly and when you want to know about the school closings you'll get them on classic hits 970 wath and 97.1 fm listen every morning from 6 till 8 30 for the complete list that affects you the school closings on wath is brought to you by ohio health oakland hospital believe in we the school closings when you want them on your center for winter weather information classic hits 970 wath and 97.1 fm Hi, folks. Bruce right now with Right Now Auto Group. I'll tell you right now, February is the best time to buy that new car. So don't throw in the towel just because you haven't found your special vehicle yet. Stop by Right Now Auto Group in New Lexington. Once you prowl through our lot, that scowl will come off your face. You won't be growling about our prices either. At Right Now Auto Group, you'll find vehicles from Chrysler, Ford, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. We can match anyone's price on new vehicles. Experience a hassle-free environment while working with our friendly staff. Our sales team will work to find you the vehicle you want, and our finance department will work to get you a great deal. Call 740-342-5146 for your VIP appointment today. Visit us this weekend in New Lex, or see all the cars at RightNowAuto.com. This is Bruce Rightnow with Rightnow Auto Group. We want you to ride in our cars. Hi, it's Randy and Bruce from the Auto Smarts Radio Network. And why should you listen to our show on this station? Well, Bruce is a man of many talents and has knowledge you won't believe. Just listen. Hey, Boots, what's your favorite thing to talk about? Cars. Rick Ocasek was the lead singer of what band? About cars. What was Gary Newton's biggest selling song? Cars. Who was the all-time leading scorer in Notre Dame basketball history? Car. That's right, Austin Car. Anything you'd like to add? Cars. 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 57 Chevy. That's Auto Smarts. Friday afternoons at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Cars, cars, cars. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse at 410 West Union Street in Athens. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk NASCAR, nuts and bolts, and meet a singing mechanic. That's Auto Smarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 97.1 FM. I parked in a different parking spot this morning, not my normal, hoping it would thaw out. What was being exposed to the, uh, you know, the air and the sunshine, that sort of thing. There's a reason for it. I slipped yesterday and fell. Just a little bit sore this morning. Hey, we got a special edition today. There's a an organization known as Ohio SE, Ohio Southeast. We're going to learn about it today. 
and they're doing some important things, and one that's uh, really nearby, actually, um, although it's all in the very early stages. So, uh, um, Ohio Southeast, our topic. Let me get my buttons just right here. And uh, joining us live this morning is Katie Farber from that organization. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Dave. Uh, there you Glad are. to be with you today. Yeah, hi. Well, listen, um, Katie Farber, I seem to have known that name over the years. What? Uh, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where were, where were you raised? So I'm uh, speaking to you from the western side of Ross County, mm-hmm. and I am can look out can look out a window and see the farm where I was raised. Okay. Um, I am back on the edge of that farm yet today. Yeah, well, that's kind of neat. Now, um, w- w- growing up, what were the some of your interest areas? You know. Well. Um, that's an interesting question, Dave. So I was, uh, again, I was raised on a farm, so active in 4-H, um, active in our school, because that was, you know, we're a very rural area. Now, which school would um, that have been then? I live in, so it's McLean High School. McLean, okay. So although I live in Ross County, we, we feed into the Highland County or Greenfield area of McLean High School. hmm so I had the privilege of going to high school in an art museum, basically. If if your listeners know anything about Greenfield McLean, right, it was a gift from an industrial leader and um, quite quite a piece of um, work. Rather the unique structures and the artwork in the building. Sure, it is. Then uh, after high school, I I am a Bobcat. I went to Ohio Ohio University. Oh, um, Studied organizational communications. Yes. <laughs> oh, you. There you go. <laughs> so, I studied um, organizational communications and management. Upon graduation, um, followed my husband now of forty-two years to the East Coast and um, worked there and started our family and. Um, as many people do who can't wait to maybe see the rest of the world, um, it didn't take too many years for us to decide that we wanted to be back in this region. I'm just curious. Just curious. We what were, part of the East Coast were you living on? We were in Connecticut. Okay. My husband is a New Yorker. Fair enough. So we were there for, for a number of years, um, returned to the area to raise our family, mm-hmm. built a home, again, back back on the edge of, of the rural area where I had grown up. And um, through the years, we have done different things, but specifically for myself, it's been about 15 years that I've been working in economic development in the region. Um, I was the president of the Highland County Chamber of Commerce prior to joining Ohio Southeast. Right. And my husband and I um, own a small office supply store in Hillsboro, where he works. Sure. Well, so we are in, we are invested in the region. I, I'd say you are, and uh, it it obviously suited you well because you returned. You know. 
Well, listen. Um, as, as many people do. You're right. Now, Ohio Southeast. Um, it, it's actually a website, folks. OhioSE.com. And um, I, I, for some reason or other, I had never heard of it. And I apologize. That's probably my fault. But uh, recently, there was an announcement that that organization had selected four or five communities in southeast Ohio uh, to get some special attention. And one of them happens to be just down the road from the radio station. It's Chansey, Ohio. So let's back up before we get into that. Ohio Southeast, how long has it been in existence how did it come to be that sort of thing? That organization. Sure. Um, Ohio South. That that organization, Ohio Southeast, was established ten years ago. Um, originally, and you may have heard the other. The original name was the Appalachian Partnership for Economic Growth, or APEG, and um, that organization was established be the regional partner for Jobs Ohio when it was established as the state's economic development organization. So 10 years ago, um, with the help of Foundation for Appalachian Ohio and many business leaders throughout the region, mm -hmm. um, APEG, or the Appalachian Partnership, Inc., was um, established. And we are the regional partner for Jobs Ohio. We're, we are the field agents, if you will, to represent the um, state's economic development system and work with local communities throughout the 25-county region. So we cover the 25 designated Appalachian counties in Ohio and have a, a team that works throughout the region. We work with local economic development offices. For example, we work closely with the Athens County Economic Development Council mm -hmm. and Molly Fitzgerald and her team there, as well as the surrounding areas that may be in your listening um, area. Sure. And last year, after nine years of... Um, identifying ourselves as APEG and then explaining what that name meant, we did some rebranding and we are Ohio Southeast. We are from Ohio Southeast and we represent Ohio Southeast. So we rebranded to Ohio Southeast Economic Development. So that, that moniker is somewhat new and that might be why you haven't heard of it yet. Right. But we've been here for 10 years. But uh, some of the previous names that it held, uh, or, or you know what I mean, I have heard of them. Now, um, let's see here. The You would say this is a government organization, right? Well, it is a nonprofit that was established as a, a regional economic development organization. So we are not a government agency. Okay. We are a private entity, um, as is Jobs Ohio. Ten years ago when it was established, 
Um, it uh, rephrased the model of economic development in Ohio, and um, it's actually based on the liquor franchise in Ohio, and um, we use the profits after paying all taxes, after paying for product. We use all of those profits to make up our economic development and incentives and initiatives that invest in the different regions. There are six regions in the state. Invest in the regions um, to promote new investment, job creation, and um, attraction efforts, which we'll talk about a little bit later, um, to bring new investments, new companies to the areas. So your principal source of revenue have it. Is, is that of um, taxes on alcohol sales? Well, it's not the taxes, it's the profits. The, the profits. But yes, we have a contract with Jobs Ohio, right? Okay. We have a contract with Jobs Ohio to do their work in the region, and that funds Ohio Southeast. Well, and Scott, that I, contract, I think Scott and I uh, can drink to that. I'm, I'm trying to have a little fun with you, well, as well you. as um, being serious, thank too. <laughs> but anyway, never mind. Well, and, and, and we... We appreciate that. No, yeah, that's, yeah. that's terrific because you're contributing to economic development by doing so. Neither, neither one of us are, um, what would you call it, uh, heavy imbibers by any means. But uh, still, um, never, I don't know why I went in there. Um, let's keep going. Now, this prosperity plan and economic development, you know, uh, 21%, let me see here, I pulled some stats somewhere. Um, okay, we've got um, this area that's called Southeast Ohio. has a population of about a million people, which is, you know, less than, just slightly less than 10% of our t state's overall population. Um, but yet it's closely associated with all of our metros, perhaps with the exception of Toledo, but Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh even. Um, and, and yet there's this interest in keeping it special. Um, our small city, cities and towns, rolling hills, hardwood forests, bucolic fields provide the best of small-town living with the easy access to major metro areas. I'm reading this from another publication. Um, manufacturing. Um, polymers, uh, petrochemicals, hardwood products, food processing. Um... Really, a lot of things are done here that aren't aren't all that well known, are they? And um, it's special. Um, I, I, oh, sorry. I, no, it, don't don't worry about interrupting me. You're the guest. Um, it's it's all very special, and and you sense that, don't you? I, we we most certainly do. Um, I think that it's important to go back maybe to the organization a little. 
you know, there are 11 people on the Ohio Southeast team, and we are all from the region. Now, how we are they in selected? Parts of the region. How are these 11 people selected? Um, apply, we apply for the job. Okay. Bring our experience, and um, are hired to do different different positions, different mm. duties. We have. Um, Mike Jacoby is the president of the organization. Mike has 27 years economic development experience in his history. That's what he's done throughout the region and on a state level at the former Department of Development. Mike's from Marietta originally. He lives in Zanesville now. And he's worked at a local level, a regional level, a state level and brings um, a passion and integrity and understanding of the region to support and um, really be the advocate for the region when it comes to supporting economic development projects. Now you... um, In the field, yes. I'm sorry, you are the vice president. Okay, and you say how many people total? 15? I am. Did you say 15 or 12? or 11. 11, I'm sorry. Um, 11. Okay. Uh-huh. And so each of them submit their interests in being involved with this. To whom? To, to Ohio Southeast, to Mike Jacoby. I mean, okay. we're a private entity who hires people who are experts in the field and have previous experience throughout the region in economic development in one way or another. And we have assembled a team of professionals who work then in turn with your local, with the local offices throughout the region. Each county has a local economic development office and we work hand in hand with them as well as our many partners throughout the region. We work closely with the Voinovich School, the local development districts. Um, In your case, it would be Buckeye Hills Regional Council. Mm -hmm. We work with the small business development centers, with the innovation center. Um, We work, it's a partnership throughout to keep rowing in the same direction, moving forward and um, supporting businesses. It's most important to keep the businesses um, and the employers and the investment that we have. So our team works diligently in having relationships with those businesses throughout the region. Um, It's important to expand those businesses when given an opportunity. Uh, You know, a business may have locations in a number of states and the company may have an opportunity to expand. And it's our job to work with the local partners to ensure that the company chooses the the Ohio Southeast region to make that expansion, to invest more money, to create more jobs. And we support that with um, incentives to the company. That's our job, is to be the gateway to the Jobs Ohio incentives. So it sounds to me like really you're functioning like a regional 
Chamber of Commerce? It's a, it's a little different than a Chamber of Commerce in that our mission is to um, exclusively on business retention, expansion, and attraction. So it, it doesn't cover the, the full gamut that a Chamber of Commerce would. It's truly an economic development organization okay. that um, brings into play, for example, a, a company might need um, road work. We were, we were involved when Athens Mold and Machine reopened a number of years ago in Athens. And um, there was a need for some, some road work, a very heavy lift. And Ohio Southeast partnered with um, ODOT and was able to leverage some resources, some financial resources, to help make the road work that um, there's a nice roundabout in Athens now to keep that traffic moving freely so that um, businesses can do their thing and get their products in and out. Um, that's the sort of thing that we do. Well, let's, let's, um, let's see here. Um, what brought this to mind immediately, though, uh, was uh, the announcement of a project that was going to take place in Chansey. And um, I, I'm, I'm just curious. Um, I, I think there were either four or five communities within Southeast Ohio that were um, targeted for a project by Ohio Southeast. And, uh, you know, I'm sure many others thought they were... Um, they wanted a project, but somehow or other, Chansey was selected among the, the four or five finishers for this, this period of time. Um, uh, you know, and, and then what kind of project are we talking about? What's, what's, what's meant to come out of it? Um, and and why, is, why do you think the group was so interested in Chansey this time? And, and that sort of thing. That's that's um, what five miles from me, um, Scott. Probably. Yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, tell us what you can about this Chansey project. I certainly will. Um, it might help to back up a little bit and give some frame of reference sure. for how the program that they're participating in came about. Um, we do a lot of work to try to assist, I'll, I'll just say stakeholders, people throughout the region who have something to do with economic development in preparing communities. You know, we need sites and buildings and workforce and roads and water and sewer. We need a lot of things to attract business investment. So for three years, we have partnered with the Ohio Economic Development Association to bring a program called ED Now to the region. And um, ED Now is targeted at local elected officials to help them 
understand the tools of economic development, the uh, resources that are required to support economic development. You know, it's it's two words, but it economic development covers so many different areas. So we have partnered and with um, Ohio Economic Development Association, and we have um, just completed late last year a round of ED now, and we actually did this, this one virtually because of COVID-19 restrictions. Of course. And we had a great turnout because people didn't have to drive mm-hmm. a couple of hours to get to a, you know, a main meeting point. So um, we had three 90-minute sessions where we discuss um, what your community needs to do to be ready for that kind of investment. We had a session that had examples of what different communities, large, larger uh, cities, and again, in our region, larger small cities, um, as well as rural areas have done to promote um, economic development. And as part of that um, program, we thought, well, there's got to be a way to see if people, if communities really want to get some help. And often, communities large and small, as we all know, are faced with a lack of financial resources. So it's great to say, well, do you have a plan? What is your plan? What is, how are you going to do that? But sometimes we don't have all of the tools at our disposal in our each of our communities. So we partnered with Bricker and Eckler, who is a, uh, you know, they are a Columbus-based law firm with offices in our region. They have offices in Marietta and Barnesville. But Bricker and Eckler is, is known for the work that they do with communities on um, economic development um, incentives and tools to, to get, make ready, you know, sites and um, areas, tax structures, to make it inviting for corporate investment. So we asked Bricker and Eckler if they would partner with us to start a program that we labeled Prepared Communities. And the idea of Prepared Communities is not that we would have some grand master plan that we're going to spend months developing but it is to put something together that inspires actionable solutions for communities. And that means meeting the community where they are with the assets that they have to try to figure out how to take the next step forward as far as job creation, investments, and, and utilizing those assets to the, to the good of the community and the people who live there. So um, the way you qualified for the Prepared Communities Program was to participate in ED Now and to qualify um, an elected official from a community or a county needed to participate in all of the sessions along with... Um, 
any team members that they would choose to invite. And then the community needed to apply and put together a, um, it was a rather quick application, but it really focused on what assets the community has, what does the workforce look like, what does the, what do the finances look like, not too deep with that, but what assets do you have in the community that you know of, and where would you like, where would you like to go? So, of the 14 eligible communities that resulted from participation late last year, um, we were able to make five awards for um, this engagement that we call Prepared Communities. Uh, Chansey was one of the five chosen, as was New Concord in Muskingum County, Greenfield in Highland County, Jefferson County themselves, and Noble County. Mm-hmm. So um, hats off to Mayor Amy Renner in Chansey, who has assembled a team who filled out that application and said, Here's who we are, here's what we look like, and here are things that might be opportunities. Um, I think you mentioned it earlier, Dave, that we're early in this um, program, which is going to cover five sessions of back and forth, they're they're Zoom sessions, Mm -hmm. um, of working with the professionals at Bricker and Eckler, the Ohio Southeast team, and in Chansey's case, um, Mayor Renner has put together a team that covers um, parks and, I want to say parks and recreation, but tourism. She's got many different stakeholders that she's bringing to the table for sure. the discussion. Sure. And, um, you know, being, having a main trailhead to the Bailey's trail system is quite an opportunity for Chansey. So that, of course, will be one of the discussion points as we work our way through this program. So I, I don't have a lot of results. Well, it's to early. Talk about with Chancy, except exactly, exactly. Yeah. So. Um, and this is the first time around with this concept. Together. So, you know, um, next year at this time it may be easier because you've done it once and with these five initial communities. But, um, you know, you want to you do it the best you can the first time out there and then move on from there. Um, sure. And you were, I, I had a sense you were going to say something. That's okay. okay. That's okay. <laughs> I, I agree completely with what you just said. <laughs> the... Um, Prosperity, regional prosperity. Um, you know, uh, there's a certain stigma that is attached to Southeast Ohio. I moved here from Honolulu, Hawaii in 1973. But I was raised uh, originally in Worthington or Columbus. Uh, I've lived a number of places around the world, uh, uh, not around the world, around the nation. And 
Uh, there's good and bad everywhere. But I've, I've never really hated any place I've been. Even though we do tease Wyoming a lot here. <laughs> um, but that's just for fun. Anyway, um, you know, someone can go anywhere and decide that they hate it or that they love it. You have to look at what's good and either ignore or help to improve what's bad. Um, I am so bullish about Athens in southeast Ohio. Years ago, I was trying to think of this overnight, and I wish I could remember some of the names, but there was a group, and I think they called themselves the um, Southeast Ohio Regional Council. It was not a formalized group. It was basically made up of, uh, I'm going to say, leaders from the region. And I'm going to say there were 60 to 80 such people. It was uh, entirely informal in the sense of it wasn't formally organized. Um, we met um, on projects. I was a part of it. Kenner Bush, who used to head up the messenger here. Uh, John Jones. Bob Evans. Um, all sorts of people from southeast Ohio. There was an annual golf tournament over there in, I think, Jackson. But there were other meetings, too. And um, Mercy, that group got a lot of stuff done. And one of their principal focuses was upgrading our highway systems in this part of the state. And look where they are today. I think they're so much better than when I arrived in 1973. Now, somehow or other, this group faded away. Um, many people simply got elderly and no longer had the degree of interest or the health to do it. And the younger gangs didn't come along and take their place. Do you think, um, have you ever heard of this organization? I absolutely, Sea Orc, yes. I mean, when I think of how um, US 35 has been transformed yeah. throughout the region from two lanes that really that safe to drive on to, um, you know, we're anticipating come August of this year when West Virginia has their 11-mile um, stretch turned into four lanes. U.S. 35 is, is an opportunity waiting for those counties, you know, on either side of that corridor to to have some, some, attract some new business investment. And over the nearly nine years I've been working with Ohio Southeast, and I travel 35 frequently, but the increased truck traffic and the transport to the growing southeastern markets, you know, it goes directly to, to South Carolina. Uh, we view US 35, which Seahawk most definitely had so much to do with making happen 
you know, some people think that's the way you get to the beach. We think that's the way you access the supply chain mm -hmm. of the growing um, automotive market and, and aerospace market. Ohio has the ability to, you know, and is part of that supply chain. And, it, and it's a focus of our region on getting ready industrial sites yes. uh, for projects that might want to take advantage of being located in Ohio, but supplying other areas. Well, it was a, so, it was a, um, how do I want to put it? I was so proud to be a member of it. And, um, but since it eventually faded away, uh, I've been wondering, you know, why doesn't such a similar organization exist today? Um, I missed the social aspect. I missed the um, aspect of of getting together with fellow leaders and working hard to make something happen. Um, and it, of course, nothing happens overnight, but it hap it happens quicker if you got a louder voice. Um, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, I, I just miss that organization, but perhaps it is that Ohio Southeast has been assembled to to do this very same sort of thing. Well, I while our mission, you know, is is with Jobs Ohio as Ohio Southeast, our parent organization, the Appalachian Partnership Inc. Um, whose CEO is Glenda Bumgarner, a name known to many throughout the region um, with her long economic development history with Columbia Gas. Um, she was with ODOT and also with Jobs Ohio, um, is really the partner here in assembling those regional leaders in helping us focus with this prosperity plan that you've referred to. Um, we just need a, a, a roadmap that agrees on what's important in this region. Mm -hmm. And we have so many partners who, who are doing this good work, and it will culminate over time in a very different profile of our region. I'm going to go back to something you said with, you know, some people may have commentary or look at our region negatively. Um, we certainly don't feel that way. We're certainly proud of who we are and where we live and what we do. And when I start thinking about what we do across this region, you know, in the Jackson County area and up into Coshocton, 3% of the frozen food of the country, mm -hmm. frozen food production, mm -hmm. takes place in this region. The only place in the world they make Totino's pizza rolls is in the Ohio Southeast region. We have hardwood manufacturing. You know, we make beautiful, architecturally um, high-end wood floors in the region. And um, manufacturing, you know, in Chillicothe, Kenworth is making 88% of the Class 8 trucks right out of the Chillicothe uh, manufacturing facility. And the, the list goes on. When we think about um, the Athens area, um, global cooling. You know, you've got 
a very prominent company there right now that we work with. Yeah, my son, my son-in-law is involved with that. Um, and what a unique yeah. product, and, and especially unique given the vaccines, right? And, and the fact that that technology came out of Ohio University. Yes. So it is not only so relevant today, but it's, it is a proven model that we have the technology in the region. It can be commercialized. And, you know, it's at the spotlight today um, with the, the fight against the virus. Um, RxQ Compounding, mm-hmm. you know, they are, they are a growing entity in Albany. We've worked with them. Stuart McDonald in Athens just redid a beautiful building into their headquarters. We were a part of that project. And what a, what a great company that I, I never knew of them. You know, when I was living in Athens those years, um, we recently helped Jackie O's. So Jackie O's, everyone knows, but um, through the restaurant, Jackie O's has started baking and selling on a commercial basis their breads. So they're distributing them far outside Athens now. Um, Quickloads is a company in the Bill Tyson Industrial Park, a growing company. We've worked with them for a long time, and um, we have worked to um, help with the Bill Tyson Industrial Park um, expansion, if you will, a site development grant for nearly $3 million um, came through Jobs Ohio last year with our help to give Athens County more industrial area so that you can welcome new investment and job creation in the region. So we are, we are working to make a difference. And I want to go back to the prosperity plan, Dave, um, because we just thought we needed to focus. And um, we had 36 meetings around gatherings around this region where stakeholders from many different areas came together and said, these are the things we want to focus on in this region. And I I think I would be remiss if I didn't say broadband is one of those major focuses. Sure. So um, Buckeye Hills Regional Council is taking the lead um, for, for the region, but there are so many different people supporting that, um, you know, there are local projects to get that broadband expansion put into play. And um, the ready sites and buildings that I just spoke about with the Bill Tyson Park, that's happening all over the region. You can't invite people over if you don't have any place for them to sit. It's a very simple analogy that, you know, we need, we need buildings. Uh, Meigs County is building a fourth spec building, we call it, um, a speculative building in their industrial park in Tupper's Plains, um, and is looking to recruit yet another company to come to the area and occupy that building. Um, so we, we need broadband support, we need ready sites and buildings, and then we need to make sure that we have a, a good workforce to take those jobs that we might attract. And so we have, in the prosperity plan, a focus on um, 
training training our youth. And there's a, a wonderful model in Marietta called Building Bridges to Careers that is working, and we are looking to replicate that model throughout the region um, to to show our young people a pathway to a career because people want to stay back to, to why this region's so strong. It's because that's, this is where we're from, and we can get an education. We can have good jobs. We cannot be too sure of what we want to do, but if someone shows us what we might do close to home, that can be the pathway to a, a career right here and with no need to leave, and that's what we're working towards in the prosperity plan. If someone is listening to this program and says, you know, that really is of interest to me. I'd like to help. I'd like to get involved. I'd like to sit on that board or whatever, you know what I mean. Um, how should they make themselves known? Well, I think the easiest way is um, I would invite everyone to, you know, thank you for promoting the website. But to learn more in depth of what we do, visit ohiose.com and take a look at, at all of the facets of things that we do. Everything we've talked about today is listed on the website in mm -hmm. more depth. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a contact us button. All of our emails, if you look at um, the section that says about Ohio SE, it has all of our phone numbers and emails. Um, we, you can reach out to Mike Jacoby, the president. You can certainly reach out to me. We, um, we want people to be passionate about what we're doing, to be supportive, to say, I, I know that um, my high school has this program, and, you know, we would be interested in learning more about what you just talked about with building bridges to careers. It could be um, a, a landowner who says, I have 75 acres along I-35 that might be a good industrial site. It, it could be someone who wants to um, invest in the community and maybe be a part of a speculative building that I referred to that in Meigs County. So I would, I would wel we welcome anyone reaching out and talking. I would start probably with, with Mike or myself. And um, I think really one of our overarching goals is to get as many people in the region passionate and productive toward what we're trying to do um, and it has so many facets. You know, the prosperity plan's got 13 different pieces. Um, maybe you're a business owner and you want to be part of an employer, round, employer roundtable so that you can meet with your other counterparts mm -hmm. in your area and say, what can we do to help our workforce? Dave, we, we send 98,000 people every day out of this region to work. Right. That means they go to, you mentioned the border, larger cities. Um, 
I have, you know, my husband used to, to drive about three hours each day round trip wow. to work. And, um, that, that was a whole different kind of life. And we have, we have people who are doing anywhere from one to three hours commuting every day. If we can provide employment opportunities closer to home, it not only assures an employer that they have very dedicated workforce, but the quality of life goes up immensely for the people in our region. So um, there are there are many things that people can become involved with, and we welcome any of that participation. Our guest this morning is Katie Farber. She is the vice president of an organization known as Ohio SE. Its website is Ohio SE, as in Southeast, OhioSE.com. Um, this organization has been around 10 years. Uh, they do lots of things for the... Uh, oh, how many counties do we have? 11? No, more than that. 25. 25 counties. 25. That are classified as yeah. Appalachian counties here in the state of Ohio. Um, the, the population in those 25 counties is roughly... Uh, 10 or 11 percent of our state's total. Um, but we, we do a lot of great things, and many of them are not so well promoted. We should do a better job of that. But there's a lot of them yet to happen, and we need to do a better job with that. So it's, it's plenty of work to be done. Now, um, Katie, if someone... Um, is your email address or, or listed somehow on the website? If someone wanted to ask sure more. Is, David. Go ahead. Uh-huh. So just just click into the About Us tab okay. on our website, and you'll see the entire team listed. Good. And it's got our phone numbers and our email addresses. Excellent. Now, um, what what is... Um, I want you to name um, just almost just list, not go into detail, but list two projects that you're especially proud of in recent history. And then I'm going to ask you to do one more thing. Two more that you wish you could have accomplished but haven't as of thus far. Um, <laughs> um, all right, so th this is tough because... And we only have three minutes. As far as I'm concerned, every <laughs> single project, okay, every single project we do is important. But considering I'm talking to, to an Athens radio station, I was so proud of the Athens Molden Machine reopening. Mm -hmm. We were able to work with the, the owners. We were able to provide meaningful incentives to help get that building back in order and reopened and people reemployed and, um, you know, they are going strong today, and that was that's a very proud moment. And the other would be a project that I was, um, I was a project manager before this position. Um, it was a project in Waverly, so just west on 32. Uh, Rural King yes. needed a new distribution center. They looked over four or five states, and they chose Waverly. So every time, and they have grown and grown and employed nearly 400 people there now, 
every time I see a Royal King truck on the road, I know that I had something to do with making a, a difference in families' lives in the region. So those are two projects I'm very proud of. And the inverse is two that well, you've I'll, been working on but just haven't okay. gotten there yet. So um, I'm not going to name names because that is something yeah. that we take very seriously, confidentiality. Of course. But um, we're working on one right now, which is a, a significant expansion of an existing company, and we just can't quite get there yet. So the company's not quite ready, and we're, we just can't understand, but we always want, you know, we always want to move quickly. Um, and then there was another project at a, a beautiful site in the region, and um, we were perfect for it, but the company chose that another site in the state of Ohio was perfect for it. So um, it, it's a beautiful site. We will have other opportunities, and there will be good jobs at that site sometime. It just hurt that it wasn't right away. Right. I'm impatient. Well, Katie, um you know, anytime something comes up that um, you think our audience would be particularly interested in, uh, feel free to reach out to me and we'll put you back on the air for a day. But uh, this Chansey thing, uh, I know there's excitement and, uh, you know, there aren't, it's, it's so early in the thing that the specific plans have not been identified yet, but um, it will be soon and just keep us up to date on all of that, will you? We certainly will. And thank you so much for the opportunity to talk with your, you and your audience today. Well, thank you. Thank you, Katie. Very impressive website at ohiosc.com. Yeah, that's uh, Scott jumping in there. Yes. He's my partner here. Okay, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thank you, Scott. You bet. All right, have a good day. You Bye. too. We have about uh, eight seconds left, folks, and uh, that's enough time to tell you that it's going to be a wonderful 66 In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The U.S. may have a third coronavirus vaccine approved for use before the week is over. FDA scientists say Johnson & Johnson's single-shot version provides strong protection against severe disease and death, even in the African variant. The U.K.'s Dr. Adam Finn. It's extremely good news, and I think it probably has implications for all of the vaccines that we're likely to see them retaining that ability going forward. The vaccine's been found to be 72% effective in the U.S. FDA approval could come as early as Saturday. Pfizer has just kicked off recruitment trials for vaccine recipients as young as 12. And with so many kids stuck at home learning online, depression is on the rise. CBS's Meg Oliver. Five days a week, sixth grader Rocco Testel leaves home to attend school in person in Little Falls, New Jersey. Hi! Rocco spent last spring inside learning in front of a computer. Isolation took a heavy toll, but many of his frustrations faded after he returned in person this fall. 
I feel a lot happier. Rocco's mom, Gina Testa, is a guidance counselor in a nearby district where school is only virtual. My students are suffering. They're breaking down. I have parents that are crying about what's going on. Tiger Woods is waking up with some new hardware in his right leg. He's recovering from surgery to repair serious injuries he suffered during yesterday's car crash in L.A. CBS's Dr. David Agus. It's going to take a while to retrain these muscles, to enable these bones to heal over the rod, and to enable him to walk again. We're talking 